Well, I don't know about you, Kim, but at first when Danny asked me, I was like, no, anxiety, OCD, nightmare. Going to- <laughs> it's like, what do I have to contribute? I don't know. You know and then what do I say? What do I? <laughs> and then I thought about it and I was like, well, there's got to be some purpose to this journey. So, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Especially with you guys coming along on the ride. You know, and it's for people like us anyway that, you know, that's the whole thing. It's out of our comfort zone and we're learning steps to make things better. So it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. all in it together. That's the beauty of it, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, welcome back to episode 74, Forgive the Raspy Voice. I woke up a little raspy this morning. But you guys, I just listened to today's episode. It is with two community members, Carol and Kim. And you guys, I have to tell you, get ready to meet your new best friends. I listened to this episode just now and we had recorded it a few days back. And they're so endearing and so sweet and so kind. And you guys are just going to love them. They're so real. They're so raw about their journey, about their insecurities. And they're wrestling with even feelings of unworthiness and wrestling with shame and anxiety and even fear of being in group settings. And anyways, it's very refreshing. So if you need a hug to just and confirmation that you're not crazy and that you're normal with your struggles, this is the episode for you. I hope you are richly blessed by just this conversation. They're awesome people. They just recently graduated from the first round of the Feel Better journey. And if you've been around the podcast at all, that's uh, the program that's launching at the end of February. But anyways, this podcast has so much for all of us. It's just a very refreshing, honest conversation. And I hope you guys are so blessed. Also, really quickly, and before we dive in, I wanted to share a quick uh, text interaction I just had with my husband, Gary, actually. So I am in a place in life right now, just there's extended circumstances within our life that is causing some turmoil within my heart and mind. Okay. I don't need to get into the details. I don't need to give away other people's stuff, but just Suffice it to say, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of exhausted and I'm, I really could use a tropical beach, (laughs) right? I need a vacation. But I was texting with my husband and he said, you know, go record something really quickly to share with people and to give them hope that even when you, you're doing all this holy and hard work and you're seeking healing and you're trying to be the best version of yourself and you're, you're pursuing Jesus, like there's still down times, down hours, down days, down weeks, and dare I even say down months. It's just sometimes life can just be hard. So I just want to encourage you, if you're in the same space and you're like, man, I'm trying to do everything, but life just keeps coming at me. Man, I just want to say don't lose hope. The work on ourselves and pursuing Jesus, like this never ends, you guys. There's never some magic pill or magic wand that fixes it all and that just gives us 100% joy and hope and peace every moment of the day. And anybody who tries to tell you there is, holy moly, run from them. Because we live in a broken world. Our lives are broken. Our experience is broken. Sometimes even our our meter to even hear God is broken. But I just want to encourage you, don't give up on the journey. Don't give up on yourself. And don't definitely don't give up on what Jesus still wants to give you as you do this holy and hard work. My life is complicated at best. If you're looking for somebody who has their life completely together and is just always overflowing with joy and peace, man, you're listening to the wrong podcast. (laughs) 
my life is complicated. I have complicated relationships. I have a complicated relationship with myself at times that I'm trying to work on with the Lord to heal. But life is complicated. All that to say, I love you guys. If you want to jump into this round of the Feel Better Journey experience, I would love to journey with you. If you're in one of those places where you're just kind of exhausted and you're feeling like nothing can help, you guys, I do know things can help and move the needle to bring in more of what we're deeply desiring in this life and connection with the Lord, connection with ourselves, even connection with other believers. And I know that can be scary at times, especially if we have hurt relationships in the past. So to you guys, I'm more real and open and honest about my journey and about my life, about my history than ever in the Feel Better journey. So if you want to journey with me for six weeks, we're jumping in again at the end of February. Groups are forming now. We're actually doing three groups this round. We're doing one men's group, which I'm super jazzed about. It'll be the first time I've ever done it with a group of men. And then we're going to put together two women's groups as well. We're going to keep them separate, obviously. If you have questions or you want to connect on a quick call with me too, please reach out and we can just explore together if this is the right season for you. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Yeah, I think I'm going to joke and be like, tell us your deepest, darkest secret. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take it back a notch. What's your name? Who's going to go? Yeah, who's who's on first? (laughs) Kim will go first. Okay. Hi, I'm Kim. And I'm Carol. Yay. Okay. First question answered, you guys. (laughs) That was amazing. Okay. So, okay, guys, we just wrapped up our six weeks with the Feel Better journey. So why did you join the Feel Better journey? And with that, had you ever done a program or a course like this? Kim, you want to go first? Sure. (laughs) Well, okay. I've never done anything like this before because it's always scary to me that When you're in a group of people, especially you don't know, and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how deep it's going to go, or will they like me if I tell them my, you know, (laughs) tell them all about me and how crazy my life has been. And are we going to ask you your deepest, darkest secrets? Like, yeah, (laughs) you you can ask, but I don't know. (laughs) I have to uh, regrow through some of the steps before I'm ready to do that. But just being comfortable in this group has helped me so much because I was really nervous about it. You know, at first when you were telling me about the journey and and I've never done anything, especially Zoom. I think it might be a little easier on Zoom just because, you know, you're not sitting in front of somebody, but you kind of are. But just the fact that when people start opening up, it leads you to doors that you can open up as well, because I guess if kind of their safety in numbers, maybe, because you think you're the only one going through stuff and maybe it's not the same stuff. But 
the journey is kind of still the same. I don't know if that answered the question, but <laughs> that did. That really did. Okay, Carol, how about for you? Why did you join the Feel Better Journey? And had you ever gone through a course or program like this before? Well, the reason I joined is I wanted some more tools to help me along the healing journey. I mean, I had started, I had gone to therapy some, and I had listened to your podcast, which was huge, and gotten some tips from Jim on acceptance and stuff. So I'd started grasping some of those ideas, but I didn't have a community that was one that I could first trust and then know that they were all going through what I was going through. If I had friends praying for me and calling and checking on me and stuff, but it's not the same as when somebody's dealing with anxiety or depression or some of these other issues that we're going through and really helping each other along just by hearing each other's stories. And I had started a group coaching class that was kind of related, but one, I didn't agree with the theology, so I was kind of, eh. and the other was, it was 25 people. I couldn't even get everybody on my screen at one time. And so it was just too many people. It wasn't intimate enough. And so I ended up just dropping out after a few weeks. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So you enjoyed kind of the smaller group aspect. I did because I knew I didn't have to say anything. That was the one thing about the big group. I didn't have to say anything. But Danny, you talk enough for several. So I knew that you would, <laughs> that you wouldn't put us, you know, under the gun making us share. That's what I knew. I could trust you. So if I didn't want to say anything, I was totally fine with that. And you were totally fine with that. And that made it like, I could do it. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Same for you, Kim. Exactly. You said it so well, because just a small group and uh, with your guidance, you know, you don't put anybody on the spot. You let us share. And I don't feel any judgment or anybody's like, well, no, you did that. You know, it's just having a small group of people. It's, I feel like I've known you guys, I've known our group just from the little time we've been together. And I'm, I'm excited that we're going to stay together. I love that. Well, you touch on a few points that I love. So first of all, that you come in and you don't have to share everything. You barely, you really don't have to share anything. You could just be like a fly on the wall on those live Zoom calls, right? right. There's no pressure to share any of your inner workings or process or anything like right. that. So I appreciate that. I love that. And I think most of the ladies in this group shared, but I think it took a few, a few weeks to feel comfortable enough to share some of their inner workings. Yeah. I want to say it was like the third week that it really started to take off, that people really started trusting each other, opening up. And there were some that were more brave than others that shared earlier, which was great. But I feel like after the third week, everybody was pretty comfortable with each other. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think once you get kind of get to know people and hear just even the consistency, like, okay, this person's actually going to be on the call this week. Just that consistency alone can kind of help you feel connected to people. So. I love that. So going into the program, what were you afraid or what were you afraid of or concerned about? For me, I kind of think it's dealing with things that probably I just kind of skimmed over before and not realizing why I think the way I do, why I react the way I do. And, you know, the reaction that I usually have now with this program, I'm kind of like taking a breath. I'm thinking about why do I do that? And, you know, because you don't want to have bad reactions when things happen. 
deal with it and move on and not let things linger. And this program's kind of helping you break down those walls about just feeling like you're not good enough. You know, it just, it just, yeah, I am good enough. You know, <laughs> okay, I'm working on that still. Okay. I'm not, that was kind of iffy, but I mean, the good thing about this program is that it's not going to end. I, you know, after the, the six weeks, it's not going to end. And truthfully, there's a lot to do in six weeks that you can't unpack it all. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's going to take a while and I'm a slow learner. So it's like one of those kind of things. It's a blessing because you can keep going back and you have your notes and you have your, you know, all those little things that you can do or, or you can get one of your, you know, your Zoom buddies and say, Hey, I'm stumped, you know? So I love that. You brought up a good point because people do, you can refer back to the audios or to the workbook or, you know, all the notes that you took during those Zoom sessions and, and all that. And I love how you said, you know, you can refer back to your Zoom buddies because this whole process is a journey, right? And, you know, you guys, it is kind of like drinking from a water hose for six weeks, but it's just my heart was, okay, how can I give everything I want to give in a short amount of time so people will run through it and don't get stuck in any one area? So they can kind of get the 30,000 foot view of what's needed to really find more breakthrough and more healing and all the tools. And then they can move on from there and go back as needed with their own discernment, their own wisdom and, and all that. So I love that. I love that you said that, Kim. How about for you, Carol? What were you afraid of? Well, I agree with everything that Kim said. And then I would say I was, I'm always worried about fitting in or meshing with the other people or being able to participate. So that was always at the back of my mind. You're so human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much so. <laughs> I think we all do, right? Don't we all like, oh my gosh, what if I'm in a group that I don't fit with? Or what if they don't like me? Or, you know, Anne Lamott calls it the shitty committee up in our house. I was just thinking of the shitty committee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you're, you know, like, especially us people pleasers, you <laughs> you want to say the right thing or do the right thing. And that doesn't always get to the core of what's deep inside. So, yeah. Amen. Exactly. Well, and getting to the doing the work to feel good enough, right? And to feel like we're worthy to have a seat at the table and, you know, worthy to have not anxiety when we talk to somebody or like it's it's a process but i think mm -hmm. that's part of the hidden blessing of doing this in community you can just kind of take a deep breath and breathe like oh okay i'm not alone other people have the same thoughts other people have the same harsh words narrative in their brain beating them up and you know telling them don't join the group you're going to be that oddball out you know all of that and it's so normal and so human <laughs> but yet we just have to tell ourselves I'm normal and I'm human and I want to feel better. So I'm going to join this group and see if it works. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you said oddball, per that's what I thought. I'm going, you know, because I think, well, these people probably been through this before. They've been in therapy before. They know that, you know, this and this and that. But, but I didn't feel like that. Once I met everybody, I didn't feel like that. That's so great. I love that. Well, and I think honestly, you guys, the same type of people are drawn to this program and mm. I think at our core, like we're good people. Yeah, we struggle with insecurity and anxiety and some regret and, you know, all of the stuff. But it's at the core of it, like we're good people. Like people pleasers are really good people, right? 
to other people, because <laughs> sometimes not to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give the caveat, maybe not to our spouses as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I was just going to say, that was the huge blessing for me is because sometimes in those really dark nights when you're feeling really alone, to feel like I am not alone in this. There are other people that are probably up in the middle of the night struggling with these same issues. And now when they share, I know that's true. Man, that just, it took some of the burden and shame off of it to know that you're walking with other people that are going through the same thing. Isn't that half the healing? Yeah. Yes. I mean, honestly, it's half the healing is just being validated that we're normal and that this is process is normal and Jesus hasn't forsaken us because we struggled or we're not doing something wrong because we're struggling. Right. Yeah. The whole condemnation thing. Oh, man. That's beautiful. Okay. Well, it sounds like you've touched on it a bit, but what would you say is one of your biggest breakthroughs through the program? I would say the compassionate curiosity because I haven't been a lot really compassionate with myself. I'm, I like care about others, but not about myself. A lot I try, you know, because I always think, oh, you're supposed to care about others over yourself, but you can't care for others unless you care for yourself. So just the fact that you can go back to those moments and forgive yourself or forgive the situation or the person that hurt you and kind of process it and and know that, like Carol said, you're not alone in this because everybody goes through different things, but it basically is the same feeling we all have of not being good enough or not being accepted or doing things wrong all the time. But just going back to those things and say, you know what, like you were saying from an aerial view of your problems and saying, okay, yeah, I did do that, but maybe that helped me be where I'm at now, you know, just those kind of things kind of was a real big breakthrough for me because you know, you kind of shove things under the rug and instead of shoving them under the rug where they still peek out, you deal with them, you know? hundred percent. I love that. That's fantastic. Carol, how about you? So many things, but the first thing that comes to my mind is that I think I was trying to shame myself into changing because I knew some of the issues that I had with not trusting and trying to control every aspect of myself and my family's life and even friends, you know, and manipulating behind the scenes. So I would just like tell myself, oh, that's not the way you should do it and shame myself into trying to change. And so I think what the journey did for me was to really look at what was going on beneath that control and lack of trust and what are those issues and when did you start behaving that way? And that like tying into what Kim said, you know, having that compassionate curiosity about the roots and the fruits, that really helped me a lot. I love that. And from a lens of compassion and care and kindness, not from harsh judgmentalness, right? Like that's one of the yeah. crux of the program is like, okay, how do we break this judgment bone out of us? <laughs> Like, so we're not so harsh and judgmental towards ourselves, And how do we actually embrace the compassion and kindness of Jesus and internalize it so that we can look at these things and not just, you know, resent ourselves or hate ourselves or, or that sort of thing. And you touched on a couple of things. Both of you mentioned compassionate curiosity. So you guys, for those of you that aren't familiar, compassionate curiosity is one of the strategies that we use in the program. We spend literally a whole week unpacking what that actually means, but it's a new way to look at 
our life, our history, our past choices, even our future through the lens of compassion with curious questions instead of like harsh demands or harsh ways of, you know, this is it. These are facts, right? In a harsh, judgmental way, we kind of build questions around those quote unquote facts of our life so we can sense more of Jesus's compassion for us. And Carol had mentioned kind of the fruit and root thing. That's another strategy that we talk about in the program where we all have these roots, whether we're conscious of them or not. We all have these things, these experiences, these things in life that affect us. If we look at ourselves like a tree, the root is the experiences that affect us that help the fruit of our lives grow. Whether that fruit is negative or positive depends on what the roots are and how do we heal up those roots, right? And so that's what Carol was kind of mentioning. Did I sum that up? Okay, you guys? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Were there any other breakthroughs that you wanted to mention? Well, I want to share my favorite moment of the whole thing, which was when we had Jim, your therapist, on and he told us all, the caged monkeys are never going to go away. And we were all like, as a group, we went, oh, <laughs> it wasn't the answer that we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so Carol, unpack that more. Tell us what was he referring to? Well, in my mind, he was talking about acceptance and just all those thoughts that in your mind that you beat up on yourself and you don't have acceptance. You're just fighting it. And uh, exactly. The cage monkeys is like fighting reality, right? Yeah. Where he was like, hey, reality is reality. Facts are facts. We either learn to accept it and learn how to live within it or we fight it <laughs> like caged monkeys. How about you, Kim? Anything else? Well, yeah, Jim, it was good to meet him and, and just... Um, when Jim talked about why do you think that the world is on your shoulders and how old were you? I never thought of it that way because, you know, going back to my childhood, it was kind of, we had like crazy family issues and I never thought about the weight of the world being on my shoulders. And it kind of like, oh, okay, so that's when I started being a people pleaser. And it just kind of, that was a big break here for me, like thinking about it that way. Well, because we don't know what we don't know and yeah. knowledge is power, right? And so right. We learn these things about ourselves. Then we have a, a hope to be able to change or, yeah. or just embrace it. So that's amazing. Okay. So would you guys say overall, was it worth it? And would you do it again? I would totally do it again because it's kind of like the uh, Holy Mess podcast. Like sometimes you don't get it the first time you have to rewind. I don't get a rewinder. I have to go back and say, what was that again? I mean, I know it hit me hard, but I need to go back and hear it again because sometimes like the thought you had the first time you hear it isn't the thought you have the second time you hear it. So yeah, I think that's the beauty of it, that this is not going to go away. It's something that we planted that little thing to start healing and it might take who knows how long help, but every step that you're healing is just uh, so refreshing. <laughs> I mean, it just makes you happy. Like, okay, I might have screwed it up today, but, you know, I have tomorrow to, you know, here we go again. But just having the program, like a trampoline when you're jumping up and you, you can land back on the program. With <laughs> I love that. Carol, what would you say? Was it worth it? And would you do it again? Absolutely worth it. And I am going to do it again because <laughs> as what you two talked about before, you know, we're like onions and we're in layers and you can only deal with so much at a time. 
And so as even as I was going through it, I was like, and I even shared to Danny, I was like, this is so much information, you know, I can't even deal with everything. And she's like, well, I'm just trying to give you as many tools as I can. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go back through it because right now I'm dealing with what I can deal with. And then I'll go back through it and there'll be new stuff that comes up. And who knows how many times I'll have to go through the workbook. But that's the beauty of it, that we have this group now and we're going to keep going. And it's going to build off of each other continually. And the program will just grow. And I'm looking forward to being part of it for a long time. That's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to having you both be a part of it for a long time. So I guess let me just ask the one obvious question. Do you feel better being in the program? Did you actually begin to feel better through the journey? Let's see. I do feel better, but I now I feel like I have a lot of, like a lot of, like Carol just mentioned the onion. It's exactly it. You know, like, oh yeah, okay. I know there's hope. That's the thing. I mean, even if I'm not, I don't have it all together yet, but there's hope that, Kim, that I don't have it all together, and I'm the guy. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it, because none of us do. So that, and that, I mean, it makes you feel so much better. Like, okay, yeah, I didn't get that, but okay, what do we have but time to figure it out? And as long as you're on the journey to figure it out, it's a good day. <laughs> Amen. Amen. How about you, Carol? Would you say you feel better after joining the journey, the Feel Better journey? Yeah, I definitely feel better. And the hope part is key for me. And then just a few more tools for me to take that breath in between the thoughts that I think and what's going around me and to say, get perspective. Even when I'm like dealing with my husband or something, I'm like, okay, now I know what this is about. I can just take a pause. And so, yeah, it's not, you don't have a magic wand. Nobody does. That was a bummer to learn because <laughs> the very first part of my journey before I even was on the feel better journey, just by myself, I, I just kept expecting, okay, this is going to go away. I'm going to wake up one day and it's all going to be fine. Everything's going to be great and kind of white knuckling it. And that approach doesn't work because as Jim told us, you know, what you resist persists. And so I tried that way and my world just got smaller and smaller. And so now I feel like my world is getting bigger and bigger. And it's baby steps, mind you, but it is getting bigger and I am moving the needle. So I definitely see progress. I love that. You said that so beautifully. I love it. I guess my last question to you guys is, what would you say to anybody who is unsure or they just feel like they're not sure if the Feel Better journey is for them? Or what would you say if they're on the fence or they just, they're not sure if anything can really make them feel better? in general, no matter where they are in life, what would you say to them? I would say give it a try because I was totally on the fence too. And I'm not good with journaling. I'm not good with meditation. I'm not good with any of that kind of stuff. But you don't have to be any of that kind of stuff. You don't have to worry about what people are going to think. What You know, am I going to be put on the spot? Any of that kind of stuff. It's totally not what I thought it was going to be. I was totally like freaking out about being with strangers. But just the way that you put it together, Danny, and your voice and the way you explain things, I would recommend it to anybody that's on the fence just to give it a try. Because if anybody wasn't going to do it, it would be. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to do it. Oh, I love that. I'm so grateful you did it. I'm so grateful <laughs> you, you stepped in. So 
How about you, Carol? What would you say to anybody who is unsure if the feel better journey is for them, but they kind of feel the tug of the Holy Spirit? They want to take a chance, but they're not sure. They're just on the fence. What would you say to them? Well, first of all, I was really grateful to be part of it too. And when you asked me, Danny, I remember I was like, is this Christ-centered? You know, so I had a question and you were like, yes, absolutely. And then I'm in because I was really searching for something that combined both kind of the mental health aspect with the spiritual part. And there's not a lot that brings that together. And so it was a great fit for me. And yes, I was afraid. And but then I was like, well, you know, what do you have to lose? And, you know, I've tried some other things and they don't work. So, but you're just trying to build a team around yourself, build tools for yourself. And so I think it's worth it to try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, you know, they can reach out to you if they have any concerns before they join. You're willing to spend, you know, a few minutes on the phone with them. And so I think they should do that. Take advantage of that. Amen. hundred percent. I believe in my bones. Number one, we're not made or created to do this life alone. And some of us have been so hurt or just trust is really hard. So it's hard for us to step into relationships or even group concepts and that sort of thing, no matter how successful people are, right? Because we had every end of the spectrum in this program, right? We had just different paths and different walks of life. And so, but giving people like, I just know in my bones, like Jesus is with us and he's going to equip us to help us feel better. Does that mean feel 100% all the time? No, (laughs) right? Like not the side of heaven, but I'm just committed to helping people feel better. Well, the other thing I was going to say is when I was first thinking about it too, because I'm 63, I'm like, oh, I might be too old for this. You know, I shouldn't have all my, you know, what together by now, you know, I've been a Christian for a long time. I should be further along. And, you know, that committee started even early on saying, oh, this is not for you. So I would just say, it doesn't matter how old you are, how long you've been a Christian. There's still some good information and growth that can happen in the class. I love this. Do the same thing, Carol. Sorry. You were going to say the same thing. I totally was going to say the same thing because I'm going to be 70 in a couple of weeks. (laughs) And I'm like, wait. (laughs) You know, I was in one religion for a while and I was growing in that. But then just being with like-minded people and learning that, you know, you don't have to have it all together to be loved by God. (laughs) You know, you don't have to check all the boxes for Jesus to love you. And this program helped me in that aspect too, because I'm like, how could he love me? Because I can't even focus on a prayer, you know. (laughs) But when you you said that, Carol, like we're never too old to start. We're all on a journey. So it just doesn't matter. Just matters that you get there, not that you get like you're on the path, you know, that you just don't sit there and sit on a rock and stay still. You got to keep moving. So that's why I love this group. (laughs) I do too. It's so true too. And I think in this round, we had anywhere from 38 to now 69 years old. So that's a big, I mean, that's, you know, what, 30 years age difference within the group. And it worked so well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was beautiful. So that's awesome. I love how the body of Christ was created to do this life together and not just, you know, cylindered off and isolated off, like, but we can actually learn and grow from different aspects and different. And I learned so much from you guys. I mean, this is people are, you know, I'm the facilitator, I'm the guide, but hearing your guys' stories, it just helped expand 
my mind and my own journey and and all of that. So I, I think we all have so much to learn from one another. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. Yes. That's awesome. Well, any last thought? Well, just like the commercial says, just do it. Just try it. You know, <laughs> you have nothing to lose and so much to gain. <laughs> I love that. Thanks for the plug, Kim. <laughs> How much did you pay her, Danny? I know, right? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I love you guys. I'm so grateful you said yes to being in the Feel Better journey. And I'm so grateful that you said yes. I know it's out of your comfort zone to come on to the podcast. Like this is not something that you would ever do. So, and I just, it means so much to me that you guys are willing to even come on for this short time to share your heart and your experience. I love you guys. I have so much respect for each of you and just your journey and your pursuit of Jesus and your honesty and I love that you guys are both part of this community and you make it all the much richer. Thank you for doing it. (laughs) We love you too. We love you. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.